0: Hola, you're listening to Las Chicas del Crime, a podcast where tres amigas sit down and talk all things true crime for Hispanic and American crimes. This episode of Las Chicas del Crime contains explicit content not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. ¿Quién somos? I'm Osa. I'm Kat. And I'm Jen. Y somos Las Chicas del Crime.
1: Woo! chicas woo, 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 woo. hola 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 we bye. Um, oh my god you know what i realized a couple things i realized uh one we didn't say bye in the last episode i was so sad so heartbroken <laughs> i cried oh. so bye from the last episode and hello from the one <laughs> and two what up, what up, what up. i i fixed it um on the instagram post I, ha- I posted two pictures at a at a different time. I usually like to post my pictures as I talk about them. I post them at the wrong time. Sorry about that. But it's still the victims that we talked about. No biggie. Uh, and nobody complained. So I think like people, you know, hey, okay. it wasn't a big deal. But still, I like to do it a certain way. And a lot of people do notice stuff like that. So we do it a certain way. Um, yeah. So we are at episode those and we're going to have three episodes because we had a lot of commentary last time so we went over an hour which is fine um so this one i was like let me keep it a little shorter because we don't have a lot of things to talk about and um we'll just do a, a a little small one next one and um we could bring in about My next case that eventually I will talk about, which is also connected to Jeffrey Dahmer. And a couple other Yes, and a couple other serial killers that I've talked about, like uh, Wayne, uh, John Wayne Gacy, and Richard Ramirez, and my boy, uh, Charles Manson. That I haven't talked about, but they're all connected. So, episode dos. If you are here for the first time, go back to the first episode because you're missing out on everything if you start right now. All the juicy stuff. All the juicy stuff. Um, So, when we left on episode one, Jeffrey had finally been arrested for for a sex charge after a thousand fucking times. Um, He had been let out. uh, Right? He had been that out? Let me see. Had he? Yeah,
0: they just like didn't do much about it. He was just mm-hmm. like, oh,
1: they sent him on his merry way. Yeah. Ah, they were, um, yeah, he was like working every day and then he would come in and check in at night which is fucking bullshit. Um, in jail, Jeffrey kept, up, kept to himself because you guys know child molesters don't do well, and they're mm-hmm. like the bottom of, of the food chain, and they get beat up, and they usually get raped, and they, you know, For all stuff. that stuff while in prison. Karma is a business. Um, but Not one, Jeffrey I'm kept himself, so, no, yes. One, Jeffrey kept to himself, and two, he was on that work release program, and most people in that program are just trying to kind of, like, do their time and keep it pushing, come home, do their thing. Um, So no one bothered him. He didn't bother nobody. He was a loner. He didn't join a gang while in there. So, you know, kind of, I'm not going to say a good time, but an easy time for Jeffrey Dahmer while in jail. He was catching um, the jail reports? Vibes. Jail lives. Uh, reports. Later. Later reports of Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, that's another thing. In the last episode, I realized how much um I say, so I'm going to try to cut it. <laughs> no more um. Say no to the um. So later on, in later interviews, Jeffrey Jeffrey's like bunkies and stuff, other inmates that they were in prison at the same time as Jeffrey, said that Jeffrey had made racist comments, and this is remember I told you guys that some people think that his sexual, his crimes were racistly motivated. There's some some comments he made was things like I'll like to kill a thousand blacks, which is just like wolf a lot sure um oh no um no um no um it's hard I know it's so hard because I already say it in real life all the time but I'm gonna try not to say it uh some people doubted this to be true because it came from another from other inmates so you know sometimes like inmates be lying yeah like they just Uh, gotta just hearsay yeah some people believe that you know it was true because a lot of his victims were black boys and boys of color which meant that which they felt meant that jeffrey had some hate towards minorities jeffrey though denied this he was like i was just you know unfortunately attracted to those boys like you i was attracted to boys and i just happened to be attracted to boys that were of color jeffrey did have an outstanding conduct while behind bars he had like good behavior like i said he kicked himself um sorry jeffrey was allowed to go home for thanksgiving of 89 yeah Uh he because he had such good behavior he asked the i guess so like jail people i don't even know who you ask because you're not going on parole you're not seeing a judge if he could go home for thanksgiving which he was um, allowed to he was he was allowed to go home for 12 hours on thanksgiving night
0: yeah i'm trying to remember what it's called because they do this on orange is the new black um for when
1: she when her grandma dies
0: yeah but like maybe it's similar but i'm trying to remember when no.
1: I I, I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about and I don't remember what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. But my thing is he was a pedophile, like he was in there for the sexual assault of a minor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He wasn't in there for like or you know, dr- I mean, bad, I man. guess drugs is bad enough, but it, you know, a pedophile, like oh yeah. yeah, and then Thanksgiving, like nobody died. You're just going home for Thanksgiving because why yeah. not?
0: And then imagine like, okay, yeah, uh, you get to go home because you've been behaving good. And then the time that he gets to go home, on the way home and on the way back, he happens to commit another crime. Listen, well, 12 hours is a long time. Okay. That's well, half a day. That is half the day. So saying, well, no. Yeah, I can figure
1: it. I figured it. it.
0: Figured it. it.
1: And <laughs> Inst- <laughs> figured it. We all figured it. Instead <laughs> of going home, it. Jeffrey went and got drunk at a gay bar. To do both uh, find another victim.
0: But like I was that's just, just ridiculous. Saying, but like, why uh, did they let him go freely? Like, no one was watching him or, or literally not, him. Or like, okay, exactly. you go home, we drive you to the house, and we place a family member in charge of you. Like, none of these were thoughts that Something. They, they they crossed their mind. I'm baffled. They just they just entrusted a serial killer. 12 hours, uh, pedophile free killer for with freedom for 12 hours.
1: Okay, crazy, huh? Cool, that's cool, that's cool. So, like I said, Jeffrey went to a gay bar to get drunk and he found another victim. However, instead, Jeffrey blacked out and woke up to the men sodomizing him. Oh wow. And we're not saying we condone it, but karma is a big bitch. And boy, tables, he done got got. The tables have turned. Shouldn't went home and ate your motherfucking turkey, my boy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that. <laughs> I know that's
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, let me stop. I'm I'm having too many jokes that I feel like are not appropriate for me to say on this uh podcast episode. <laughs> Okay. Or, I, or have on record, um, so <laughs> I'll keep this. That's why I'm just eating this ice cream here, like, mm,
1: stop myself. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry um, if y'all hear me chewing. <laughs> Jeffrey was late for a few hours because you know you can't just try to kill somebody within twelve hours. You need more hours, oh, but he was not reprimanded up for this.
0: Oh my god!
1: Okay, actually, months later. Jeffrey requested an early release and he was granted the early release. I feel like, so you ju- know what? <laughs> Just light this place on fire. Light the police department,
0: light the justice building on fire at this point. Because what? I was about what? to say, she lost track of how many times. I think first episode we were up to like three or four. We were tally three. So this is tally four. In four was Thanksgiving Day. Five was letting him, letting him leave early. So we at five. I'm because, so done here.
1: And oh my god, we're hold on because it gets oh there's oh. more. Of course, of course there's, there's more. Guys, we've only just started. We've only just started. <laughs> um. <gasps> no um. The judge reviewed his file and said Jeffrey was not longer a threat to society. Okay. And boy, was he wrong. Of
0: course he was wrong. You know, it was it only took them five releases and then continuous incidents to just, oh no,
1: he's he's fine, no threat to society.
0: <sighs> okay. This system After- has no justice.
1: No justice. <laughs> after only serving 10 months, Jeffrey was released back to society that did not need him. Mm-mm. The real menace to society up in here. <laughs> Bro, for real. Um, In May 1990, after his jail sentence, since he was still able to work and get paid, obviously, Jeffrey had gotten enough money to move like to an apartment by himself. He didn't have to move back to Grandma's house. Thank God left grandma alone and say because she just needed to get away from that and because this is kind of like the last time we'll mention grandma i believe like i said in the early episode that grandma knew that jeffrey was gay because he knew he was bringing Boy slash guy slash men in all the time. Like mm. you're going out picking up men, you're not going out picking up women. And like, I get it. Sometimes you have a friend that you're always together with, but that wasn't the case. The case was he was bringing home a bunch of different guys over at night, and then she didn't even notice that they didn't make it out. But the ones, you know what I'm saying? Like, right?
0: She knew she, something.
1: She had to know. Right. So, Jeffrey moves to 924 North 25th Street Apartment 213. The apartment which later will be known as the Apartment of Horrors. Oh, and boy. And actually, I don't know if anybody calls it that, but I call it that because that shit was fucking horrendous. Oh, my
0: God.
1: Well, you know what? You as, call it that. That's enough. I was about to
0: say later known as
1: by me. <laughs> <laughs> Yan yes, said so that's enough because y'all yeah, know me. I'm like up here with the yeah. into the crime community into my yeah, head. Ali, we'll do a
0: little full tour.
1: Okay. <laughs> the house of horrors. The house. The apartment of horrors because there was a little apartment. Oh Jesus! This was only a street away from his last apartment, which means this was still about bad part of town and since he wasn't involved in any drug dealing or drug usage his neighbors never suspecting anything unusual or illegal of jeffrey jeffrey also never really had quote unquote visitors but that's because he will bring in his victims to the back entrance instead of the front entrance so nobody really saw him coming with his victims which what a system was you know smart of him, but once he was all moved in, Jeffrey celebrated by bringing in Anthony Sears' head from work. Wow, remember? Interesting. At he work, yeah. And soon after this, like the day after, I believe he met thirty-two-year-old Raymond Smith, who he met at a bar, brought back. sodomized and killed the sodomy was new like a new thing that was recorded and i believe it was because he was sodomized then he started sodomizing other people yeah one week later jeffrey brought an unknown victim home and after he drank jeffrey's spike drink oh i'm sorry so, I'm sorry. I don't know why I read that funny. Jeffrey brought another unknown victim home. But when Jeffrey went to make his a little spike drink, instead of giving it to the victim, he drank it himself and he passed out.
0: What a dumbass. Oh, my God. What an idiot.
1: Like, he'd, like he's new here. Like he's new here. Okay. So <sighs> Jeffrey then wakes up. And when he wakes up, some of his apartment stuff was missing he did he hit a lick on him um yeah dead. you know, God, God. You know what? i think i think that guy believed that he i mean obviously something was gonna happen because he saw that you know he has the drink it just happened that he drank the wrong drink he said oh you try to drug me all right i'm gonna rob your ass oh, back. Um,
0: okay as you as he should have in Maybe it. should have done something else to just do end the job, but we're not gonna go there. Continue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jeffrey once, like afterwards, obviously after he was caught and everything, got in and told in an interview, with like how was his, his night would go, um when he was looking for victims. He, he said, "I would go to the nightclub, drink, watch some strippers, and if I didn't bring any, if I didn't meet anyone at the club, then I would go to the bath club." Offer them some money, bring somebody home, and I will already have a spiked drink with leaping pills prepared. And once they fell asleep, I will strangle them. Oh God! Oh my God! Yes.
0: Did what? The balls to like do it while the person was alive. Well, okay. Remember that was his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I'm like re- like refreshing my own memory. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm really, sorry. Jeffrey oh.
1: also kind of booby-trapped yeah. his Get apartment. Uh, not only because he was like, I live in a p- bad part of town. I don't want anybody to, like, break into my house and l- find all my skulls. But he also booby-trapped it for people to not be able to leave his apartment once inside. Yo, this man is just... Very H Ohms of him. Very. Like, estoy and joke. he he thought of everything of everything and like my thing is just like he actually worked he had a full-time job so like where did you have time for this i feel like after my full-time job i don't have time to think about murdering people
0: i barely want to
1: think about what i want to cook i I barely want to think period okay
0: I was just going to say, I barely want to think because I think so much all day long. I just want to shut the brain off and clock back really? in at eight o'clock.
1: I know, I know <laughs> that's, that's right. Nice.
0: And the fact that he has all this brain power to think of all these ways. A true to- psychopath. Right. He did well, have- I guess in this case, he's more of a sociopath, but yeah, sociopath. But-
1: he did have a an above-average IQ, so, I mean, he wasn't dumb, but he wasn't, like, you know, anything special. They do be so, the very, very smart people, though. Sorry. Yeah, because they get bored because they're so mm-hmm. smart, but, like,
0: nothing normal, like, gives them satisfaction. So they got to go outside the extreme to get any rush of dopamine.
1: It's mm-hmm. kind of crazy when you think about it. Crazy as fuck. So I'm gonna get into Jeffrey, like a little bit of like Jeffrey's. We're gonna. This is such a bad joke. We're gonna pick his brain.
0: Ah. (laughs) Uh, Knee slobber. I'm (laughs) going to. I'm sorry. I. No, Jeffrey.
1: Jeffrey said that him dismembering the body was more so of his sexual stimulation than actually getting rid of evidence like yeah dismembering the body and putting them on acid and eating the flesh and all that stuff that he was doing um was Was not so much of getting rid of the body, more so that, you know, like I said, that was what sexually stimulated him. He said that he was sexually stimulated by ripping the flesh of the bones, especially the calves and arm muscles, because that's what he was attracted to. He, He actually said that he wanted his victims to be immobile, but not dead. He liked the warmth of the live bodies, but the immobility of the death body death bodies
0: oh my god so basically sicker a paralyzed body pretty much
1: which I feel like if Jeffrey had sat down and think about it he would have thought about the fact that he wanted somebody who was paralyzed and they would have tried to figure out how to paralyze a body instead of doing what he tries to do next so we'll we'll get to it
0: like we'll. if you can see me I have been stuck for the last minute just right I almost that was said two minutes ago literally I was drinking water as you were explaining that and I almost spit it out because I just couldn't my throat just got tight I'm like, fuck? I'm still flat. stuck on the calf muscles I'm, I'm still stuck there I'm still there back there calf muscles when he's attracted to the calf muscles coming off the bone what he who i never heard that in my many years of true crime fan, uh, like fanatic stuff
1: and he, he he said he will drug his victims rape them while unconscious so like to me i feel like wouldn't that have already satisfied what you say you like so like you know, because you said you want a live, warm body that doesn't move. An unconscious body doesn't move. You're already getting that. But then you feel like that's not enough because you're obviously doing other stuff. Right. He wants to eat him then, too. Yes. Oh. Uh, he said he desired... Um... <laughs> it is freak out.
0: <laughs> I know. It's so... It, I'm he telling you, that, I, I told you guys, he's the one
1: guy that makes my stomach
0: turn.
1: And I, oh, I get it because my, st- oh my God, wait till you hear, oh my God, because we get to my stomach turning and my stomach not easy turn, which is crazy. Nope. Mm, he said he wanted to be in complete charge. He said control and lust is what drove me to do what I did. His fetishes with the calves and arm muscles made him mast, will make him masturbate while holding either one of these parts from his victims. So, Mm -hmm. like, I guess he will hold it with one hand and masturbate with the other hand, Mm -hmm. and
0: that kind of
1: help him get (laughs) off.
0: Ah, okay, Jeffrey. I didn't Jenny. learn about this in abnormal sex sexuality class. Okay, they didn't teach us this. Yeah, I, mean, I took I took a lot of like up op- I mean, I guess they're not obscene or observed, but like really off the rail criminal justice classes. Like I took a bestiality class, and you know, so like you hear about like mm-hmm. insane shit. But you're like I, mean, I don't
1: think I think well, I'd be, be running better. out of that class yeah,
0: yeah I'm it, was, out of that bitch. it was it was for the books for sure and but like to I guess because I don't know I don't know if it's worse is on the same spectrum is is I'm a, I, I mean there's I, I don't know I'm speechless I don't have words to be to, to fully describe this, how I feel about hearing the details of everything this man did with these bodies including the fact that he would eat them and get pleasure from just dropping, ripping off the muscle, off the bone.
1: Like. And I feel like I can read about this and it does not get to me as much as like anything, else, like a lot of this stuff, because I'm not seeing it. Like once I see it, I get really, like I'm a visual person. So to me, that is like, woof. And I thought about it because like trigger war and bestiality, there was a time where it was a bestiality, I'm not going to get into details, video going around, I think on Facebook, like, a horse one? No, it was a chicken one. Oh, and I just, I I was like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, it's a lot. But like, as you're telling us these things about, I don't know, maybe it's also, I'm a very pictographic person. So I am envisioning what you're saying, unfortunately. Exactly. telling it. So like in my brain, I'm watching, my brain is composing its own episode of Criminal Minds in my brain right now. And I am watching him literally rip Pull it off, off mm-hmm. a bone and then like chomp it, aren't a big
1: bite. And then, like, go get off of it. And, like, okay, so let's talk about how I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we've talked about it in this episode, last episode, that we we didn't know the extremes of Jeffrey Dahmer's uh, crimes. And I feel like he's probably the worst serial killer that I've learned about and I covered. And, you know, I wonder if people don't learn of his details as much as other serial killers because his victims were people of color. His people were...
0: Yeah, that's probably a factor. But I also feel like not everyone is, like, willing, not willing, but, like, maybe willingness the word to like dig deep into what all the details are a lot of people can't process stuff like that
1: but people know all of the details on on Ted Bundy and Ted Bundy was as close as it gets to Jeffrey Dahmer when it comes to like I mean he was also an necrophiliac and Ted Bundy went back to his corpses like months later after killing them so like
0: I think the thing with the slight difference I could be wrong here but there's a small slight difference with Ted Bundy because he was extremely romanticized because of the way he looked so I feel like that kind of took into like a lot of why the public took more interest into him in the sense but also I it's interesting because in the difference with Ted Bundy though if you look at all of his victims they're primarily white females so hmm but he was, mm. he wasn't, I mean, is my memory failing me
1: eating the people?
0: No, you know? he was No. I
1: mean, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like when it comes to serial killers, Jeffrey Dahmer gets put like, in a, he's a, to an extent into a lower list than Ted Bundy. And I feel like he's worse than Ted Bundy. Oh. Oh yeah, he is. Oh he I is. think that I honestly think that Jeffrey Dahmer is Jeffrey Dahmer and Richard Ramirez to me are the worst two serial killers out there. And I think Richard Ramirez to me is such a bad, like such a terrible serial killer because he he didn't have an MO. No, I was gonna say something. Wait till you watch that show that I tell you guys. Wait okay. till you watch that show oh my god he didn't have like a real ammo he didn't have like a victim he it was whomever he entered and like I feel like if you're willing to rape an elderly woman bro you have nothing like like you know to me it's just like Richard Ramirez is it's, it's terrible and so is jeff i think that jeffrey Dahmer and richard mirrors are mm, a lot of people don't know about the toy box killer and that motherfucker was sick as fuck too yes as fuck. that's that's gonna be a good case to cover oh
0: look at the hebees sorry mm. i know i know yeah i oh. mm. i agree mm. with you though yeah. Dahmer is definitely i would it. say yeah top five worst serial killers I've ever heard of the I just I heard about his details to an extent to the point where I was just like this is a lot I don't think I ever really want to know more you know and every time I did hear about Jeffrey Dahmer it was always showing you like the inverted bodies and the way he left them and like all that stuff so like to me what I did get exposed to kind of cut me off from wanting to learn more for a while because it was just too much but as I started to get a little desensitized getting more into true crime now hearing it it still makes my stomach turn like before but I definitely can tolerate it a lot more but my issue is the same thing I can picture it while you say it and kind of feel it which is weird it's so I'm just kind of like oh I'm hurting I'm hurting but real quick, I did want to add this. I kind of Googled while we were talking kind of more the psychology behind cannibalism and I found something that was very interesting. So it's not listed in the DSM. So it's not, there's no like um, diagnostic for it as of yet, but it's basically related to, um, they said it may be related to childhood trauma relating to separation anxiety from the mother and resulting in oral oral aggression. Oh. So, so yes, interesting.
1: But with Jeff, and we're gonna get to Jeffrey's own commentary of his cannibalism.
0: So, okay. So we get to find out from him. I like it. I just never really knew like where the desire comes from, wanting to, because you know, certain things have like they like they do have certain your origin of tics. You know what I mean? And the whole oral fixation and all that stuff. The you know the whole Freud thing and the the breakdown of mm-hmm. where we produce habits Less- and all that stuff like a lot of that has come into play so to hear it may be related to oral aggression and separation anxiety very interesting i'm excited to hear what he's gonna say about it
1: you know what's crazy the only time i think of cannibal- cannibalism is from that one movie,
0: Lambs. That movie.
1: It, no not that one is that the one where the flight crashes and they're like in the middle of like an Antarctica? and people die, and then, like, eventually, oh, no. the people that survive start eating the other people, and then they find them, and, like, there's literally people, survivors that ate, uh, I think people. it's a, I'm not, I don't, I don't know if it's based off a, of on a true story, but I know it's a movie, and, like, that's all I think of when it comes to cannibalism, because I don't think in my head I can understand eating another person unless like them like that was their last resort like that's literally
0: the same way I look at it like I literally have to be fully stranded for days on end and there's no other animal plant water anything else that the earth and can provide to me And then I'm about to die and then there's that body and that's the only way I'm about to survive. And that's it. But like, oh, that's the only reason, the only way I can think about it. I don't know, I think I might just die of hunger. (laughs) Um, like, wow. and, and yeah. that's pushing it because like i yeah. might still not be able to go through with it at the moment you know like once i'm actually faced with the situation i'm gonna be like you know what god it's my time to go yeah bro because <laughs> i hope
1: god, i hope god don't put us in that predicament because then ladies i'm gonna eat y'all i'm gonna survive I'm sorry. <laughs> You know what? I give you permission. I
0: just, I could I not saying, live with the like fact that. You know what? I leave have all this fat go to go to good use, okay? You know what? <laughs> Don't let it go Keep to waste. Keep it kosher. <laughs>
1: um, Honestly. So, uh-uh. Back to El Jeffrey. Uh, this is when this is when Jeffrey said that this no longer pleased him. Like he was doing it, but it was like, okay, I'm bored of this. So what does got he bored do? Bored of eating potties.
0: <laughs> I've had well, no, he got
1: mad. he got bored of masturbating with the calves and the. Oh, muscle- excuse me. Oh, okay. Yeah, because this muscle
0: is when. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is going on over there? <laughs> <bit> of M-M. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> he said what should I do next I said like three times already I'm just not trying to say "Um." well he's not the Milwaukee cannibal for no reason this is when he started eating his victim's body parts and he said I was branching out that's when I started eating them he said he felt that if he ate his victim's heart and arm muscles, which is what he was attracted to, that will make his victims a part of him. Okay. Oh my god, what am I listening to? He said <laughs> oh, romantic.
0: He's so romantic. We are as one.
1: <laughs> oh my god. He said that this was also sexually <laughs> satis- satis- sat sat satisfying. Satis- satisfying to him. Jeffrey also added that he didn't want to kill his victims. He just wanted an an, an immobile, conscious, warm person to have sex with. Okay, only, no big deal. You know, that's it. So, somewhere (laughs) around this time, Jeffrey goes back to his drawing board and was like, Well, I don't want to kill these people. I want them to be my sexual slaves. So, how do I do that? Well, Jeffrey said that he shall try and turn his victims into zombies. Oh salamadre. Uh, what We've reached all levels of all levels up all of them.' This
0: okay.
1: is like he said Jeffrey
0: that... Dahmer's walking dead <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, history says that Jeffrey Dahmer did start the Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God!
0: We're changing history here tonight. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he said that the re- the way he was going to try and turn his victims into bodies into zombies was by injecting them with diluted acid solution or hot water straight into the brain. Mm. What the fuck?
0: Okay. okay. But,
1: what? You know, okay. thoughtful that we are we know that this did not turn anybody into zombies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, all these did all this did was prolong his victim's death and be like a uh, a painful, long death. Wow, for people. Don't try don't it out
0: honestly don't yeah, try it don't. try your and your and your shit at home.
1: Does not Don't work. try it at home or anywhere else. This shit I mean, doesn't work. Yeah.
0: Does yeah, not work. Just disclaimer here. Because the internet is a
1: crazy place. Zero out of ten does not
0: zero
1: work. Out of zero <laughs> Okay. So, going back to you know, Jeffrey and his victims. Jeffrey met Raymond Smith and he try. he does the same he lures them back into his apartment he gives them the drug he strangles them. he kills them he rapes them he tries to freeze his skeleton you know kind of to have i guess a zombie but oh. then he he couldn't you know keep his he, he cannot freeze his skeleton because he has like a regular shmegular fucking fridge so he then puts his body in acid oh my god whole body head to toe he then attempts to dry raymond's head by putting it in the oven okay oh my
0: god
1: which of course causes the head to explode okay
0: the brains and the bro anybody smelling bread. any of this like how do you there's ain't no way you're gonna tell me that no one smelled a burning body in acid and a head exploding in an oven like and then what i was gonna say was we are like in victim i lost count but he continues to put all these body parts and bodies in acid. So where is the acid coming from, and ha- why have no red flags been raised about the fact that this man continues to go try to buy some gallons, okay. buckets of acid, and we're just frilly, nilly willy, giving it away, and no red flags come up. Like uh, questions that need answers right now. Like just give me a lifetime supply of acid, please. No questions. Yeah. You know, <laughs> regular killing half the population here.
1: Regular, regular you know market price you know <laughs> grocery list milk eggs acid you know how that be yeah you regular shit like uh uh-uh, uh
0: uh uh mm. okay
1: sorry mm. in September of nineteen ninety so- don't bring that shit to my birthday month <laughs> <laughs> In September 1990, Cat was born and everything just went to shit after this. Really, no, I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh he <laughs> made Ernest Miller, and he was a 20-year two-year-old. Wait, Jeffrey. How old? 22. Okay. I thought you said two-year-old. I'm like, hey, he's he's need, on me, on end the story, please. Just end it. Oh my god, no, no, no. <laughs> Jeffrey <laughs> free drinks and 50 dollars to you know um, the, the, to take did. some pictures whatever they come back to his apartment and jeffrey realizes that he does not have enough pills to drug ernest so while ernest was sitting down drinking his you know drink jeffrey then attacks him from behind he puts his arm around him and kind of like a headlock He chokes him out and then he stabbed him in his cattery, artery? Artery, artery. artery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He then, not of course, but he then raped his corpse. He took pictures of the body and he started dissecting the body. Wow.
0: Damn, bro. So he said I'm cutting your artery and, and he actually where to where to go for it too like mm-hmm. he, he was
1: a yeah, Jeffrey especially kept his favorite body parts because you know, he was he was actually very attracted to Ernest. And as I mentioned, he is now taking pictures of the killings of the dead corpses over days like as the corpses are decomposing Jeffrey says that the pictures helped him remember his victims and relive his killings. What? He said that the pictures were obviously a way to cap- ca- a way to capture their beauty.
0: Keep Jeffrey the Ka- keep track
1: of their beauty. I know, I know. Jeffrey kept Miller's bicep and heart which he later ate. He then took Miller's head off his body. He took the flesh of the head and the body. He put the flesh in the fridge. He then painted Miller's, bo- Miller's head because he said he was going to use Miller's head to Put into an altar that he was planning on building to kind of praise the heads of the victims that he had kept.
0: Well, this just gets worse and worse.
1: After, <laughs> I know, it's in it doesn't get any better. I'm I'm just, I'm sorry, guys, it does not get any better. I can't even be like, ooh, yay. No. <laughs> Spoiler well, alert! I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer gets and ends up getting killed, so it's like not even like he suffered or anything. Uh, f- after Jeffrey's killing, after Miller's killing, Jeffrey's urges kept rising, making him making his cooling periods smaller than before, also making him sloppier than before. And yeah. I don't know why in my notes I said making his cooking periods, and I was like. He's cooking what now? No, his cooling periods. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's cooking up. No worry. On September 24, 1990, Jeffrey went to the mall down uh, to the mall in downtown Milwaukee. Here he met a 24-year-old David Thomas. Jeffrey tried bringing Thomas back to his apartment for some drinks, but Jeffrey denied but Thomas did not deny Jeffrey as he was not gay nor interested in Jeffrey. Thomas was the father of a two-year-old who was in need of money. While talking to Jeffrey, Jeffrey realized this. And Jeffrey then asks him if he would come back to his apartment for a photo shoot for $50. Jeffrey then drugs him but realizes that he was not attracted to this man. It's too late. And he thought, he actually thought of letting him go, but then was like, last time I let someone go, he went to the police, I got arrested. I had 10 10 long months in fucking jail. And I got to home, come, come home for Thanksgiving, you know, all the good stuff of jail, you know, the great system that we have here in the united states right so he kills thomas and gets rid of all his body parts and all his body because he he's not attracted to him after killing thomas jeffrey realizes that that was very risky that he should not kill like for no reason he needs to be attracted to the man he's killing. if not he does not need to be killing at all so there is a small cooling period because he's like i'm wilding out like yo i'm mad wild so then this See, wasn't, no that, that, the that killing hook. was in september yeah in in february 1991 jeffrey made a 19 year old Teenage boy, because they said man. He's a teenage boy named Curtis Strider. Stratter. He was by his apartment, like it was like around his apartment. Jeffrey offered him money for new Pol- Polaroid. Stratter agreed. Then, you know, he followed him back to his apartment. Stratter was drugged, raped, strangled to death. After discovering oh. his body, Jeffrey kept. Stratter's head in the fridge and oh,
0: okay.
1: this is where i feel the same way as jen because i was like flesh or no flesh his apartment had a stank yeah what the fuck
0: i honestly like are- there's no way in hell at this point that his apartment doesn't sink <clears throat> okay just does not make sense at all a of make, it make, make it make
1: sense make it make sense. a couple of months later around april jeffrey met Errol Lindsay. this was the first victim that jeff the first out of all the victims that jeffrey attempted to turn into a zombie as we discussed earlier you know with the methods that we discussed earlier this time after drugging his victim instead of killing him Jeffrey cut doesn't cut. He drills a hole into this boy's head what? and pours acid into it. And instead of doing whatever the fuck he thought was going to happen, the acid woke the boy up. Like he was sleeping from the sleeping pills. So when he pours acid into his head, I like he He wakes up yeah yeah when he wakes up he axes jeffrey like for the time he's like hey what time is it my head really hurts he then collapses into the floor jeffrey kills him and puts his body into acid and kept his head uh, why
0: does he? Why is he keeping these heads again? Is there like a motive
1: behind this? Yeah, he said. Well, he uses some for masturbation. Remember from er, from the other episode, and he's trying to build an altar that he's gonna have oh, to right, like right. Sorry, right, victims. Yeah, yeah. And also remember, <clears throat> he keeps because he's attracted to the victims' face, and he. I don't understand it because it's just a skeleton right now. I'm guessing, or maybe. The, all the flesh doesn't come off. Maybe it's just uh, having it
0: around and knowing like everything is
1: done. A with- trophy. Yeah, a trophy. Right. Like, ugh. And okay, so this next victim broke me. Like my heart went into my stomach and that's saying a lot because we're talking about rape of minors. We're talking about necrophilia. We're talking about this bodies. So bear with me on May 24, 1991 I that was my birthday. But Jeffrey, not 91, but... Jeffrey went prowling to the gay bars. He was like nobody was trying to go home with him. He wasn't like hitting nobody. Um, he was about to go home, give up about got that. I am so sorry. He was about to give up and go home when. Sitting in the bar, he saw Tony Hughes. Tony Hughes was deaf and mute. The reason oh why he no. got Jeffrey's attention is because Jeffrey saw him using sign language, mm-hmm. I which I, wanna... I think made him such a vulnerable victim. Not only because obviously he didn't talk and 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 couldn't hear, but because maybe. Even though he was at a gay bar, a lot of other gay men weren't deaf and mute, nor were trying to like hit on him because he was deaf and mute. So Jeffrey felt I felt like he took use that as his advantage. Mm, yeah, mm. he passed him a note telling him that if he wanted to come back to his apartment for uh for some drinks in a Polaroid session, Polaroid session, Polaroid session. And then, unfortunately, Hughes met the same destiny as most of the men oh, that Jeffrey no. had to the apartment. He was drugged, he was raped, he was killed, and Jeffrey kept his school. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. So, on May 26, two days later, after killing Hughes, Jeffrey was walking around his neighborhood looking for a victim, when he found 14-year-old oh. some Sintasamofo- phone. with his usual lure, Jeffrey, you know, was like, hey, you want to come back to my apartment and get some nudes? The boy agreed. Jeffrey gave the boy a spike drink. When the boy passed out from the spike drink, he performed oral sex on him. So Jeffrey performed oral sex on the boy. He then sodomized him and left him in the apartment while he went out for some drinks. Oh my God! This son of a bitch left a child drugged up, sodomized in his apartment while going for some drinks. And cat well, got a drink. When we going, just you know, usual. And cat, we were keeping tallies on the pot the, yeah, I'm on I don't know. We were five, well, five four, five. Yeah, I think we're at five. Okay. So hold on, because she's about to get real upsetting. When Jeffrey comes back, he finds Cynthia's phone naked on the in the street, wandering around and talking to two ladies. The ladies call the cops because. First of all, he looked like a child because he was start thir- He was 14. He was bleeding from his rectum. He was beat up and he seemed out of it.
0: Oh my God. God. Okay, sure. I definitely so Jeff- have heard or seen this somewhere because now I have memories of this event. This,
1: know- this is like known by, from Jeffrey, like this is one of his no- bo- most known victims from Jeffrey. Um, Jeffrey then goes up to the girls, to the ladies, and was like, hey, like, don't worry about it. This is my boyfriend. We're fine. And then they were like, no, like, he's bleeding. He's beat up. Like, I'm not going to let, let him go with you. The ladies call, like I said, the cops. The cops get there, and Jeffrey talks them out of doing anything because he said that that was his lover, and he said that the boy was 19 years old. And they just took his word for it.
0: Yeah. Wow, bro.
1: This is just complete bullshit. The cops then allowed Jeffrey to take the boy back to his apartment where Jeffrey drilled a hole into his head, poured acid into his head, which led to the boy dying. And it is worse because Synthesophon was the younger brother of the boy Jeffrey had been accused by and sent to prison for exploitation of a minor and second degree sexual assault. Mm. From the last episode. Wow. The The cops not only failed Jeffrey's victim, but they failed the Synthesophon family twice. Allowing the men that assaulted their son to be free and then allowing him to kill the younger son.
0: Yeah, they, they, I mean, yeah, we've we got tally marks for days, so he definitely fell in so many levels.
1: So many levels. All however, levels. however, later on the day, the same day, the 26th, the police do, do go up to Jeffrey's apartment and ask him about the incident. But Jeffrey quote unquote charmed them and made them believe that there was no issue. Mind y'all, one that apartment had to be stink as fuck. Two, Synthesophone's body was still in the bedroom. Yeah. He had just killed him. It was in the bedroom. Yeah. So he had a dead body in his bedroom and he had all those skulls in the fridge. Had the police just like looked around, they would have been able to figure something out, but they didn't. Because all this quote unquote charm, which we'll get into in a minute. So by this summer, you know, they are, it's hot, it's humid. People start complaining about the smell coming from Jeffrey's apartment, which is odd because this is summer. The cops were just, just there on May in May, mm-hmm. late May. So they had to smell it too. Yeah. Jeffrey always had an excuse for the smell. At first, he said that the fridge his fridge was not working, then that his quote unquote tropical fishes had died. Bitch had never been fishing a day in his life. The man was not eating fish. But whatever. He was just making up shit and he just always happened like, to wait for this.
0: Yeah.
1: And then he's like, you know what? I need to clean up my eye. Then he stopped killing. No. He bought a 57-gallon drum of hydro- hydrochloric acid in which he would put in the body parts that he was not interested in.
0: Yeah. Just
1: well. think about Oh my God. Uh huh. So then Jeffrey was like, you know, the cops came to my house. I've been picking up people from around my neighborhood. This kid is obviously from my neighborhood and they saw him with me, and then I killed him and he's going to be missing. He's like, I need to go somewhere else. Because, you know, why stop killing and get help? Just go kill elsewhere. So he goes on June 30th. He goes to Chicago to the Pride Festival where he tried to pick up a new victim, but nobody wanted to go to Milwaukee with him. They, you know, they probably wasn't going to go hit at the after parties after Pride because y'all know how that goes. It's a big thing. They have everything. So this is when I um, get, you know, I start wondering. Jeffrey was baiting most of his victims with money. So what happened to all the charisma that, you know, charmed the cops, the judge, the probation officer, his parents, the law? Like, how does he have the charisma to avoid the law, but he doesn't have the charisma to pick up men who were already attracted to man? Right. Because my dog was not good. He was not good. But, like, yeah, but okay, cool, like he wasn't all that, but you know, the cop ever saying he has all this charisma that's getting him out out of all this trouble, but he doesn't have like this this same charisma doesn't get him any man, that makes no sense to me,
0: yeah, 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 true, that. true that
1: it leads yeah. me to believe that you know, to an extent it was a it was privilege, mm-hmm. oh, yeah he was, a white, he was a white man. In his 20s, 30s, or whatever the fuck how old he is now, what, uh, no, 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 no no 60, 30, in his 30s, you know what I'm saying? Like, people was, like, and then his victims were people, kids of color, so they didn't give a fuck about that. Yeah, yeah, right. No, you know? yeah, right. So, you know, somehow, Jeffrey's charisma did not work, and he was not able to pick up any men at the gay parade unfortunately at the bus station he met 20 year old matt turner matt turner was also gay and he had just also, he had just came from the parade as well jeffrey offered turner a professional photo shoot and once again what the fuck is the charisma if you have to offer people like things for them to come back to your apartment well whatever Turner agrees, he goes back to Jeffrey apart, Jeffrey's apartment. Jeffrey drugs them, he kills them, he rapes them, he dismembers him, and he kept his skull. So ridiculous. Yeah. Um, this is when what, what Jeffrey calls his new quote-unquote hunting grounds. And then we will get to it into his hunting grounds in the third episode, and then we will get to his capture and his jail time and well his prison time and his death because I just nice. like that And this is oh. where I'm gonna leave y'all. Oh my god, deal.
0: what an episode! Enjoy yeah. and
1: choke. And chalk, el choke está bien duro. And I just feel, I don't know, I, I, ain't nothing to say. I mean, usually I have some comments. I ain't got no comments because was they did those victim's wrong.
0: Yeah. I agree. He was my dog. Let me take that back. He was fucked up. <laughs> he was fucked up. not my dog. I would not claim him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Great case, great case. That was definitely forward. Well, great topic of episode, should I say? That's I'm definitely still. My mind can't comprehend some of that stuff. <laughs> I
1: know it's it's a lot to it's a lot.
0: That's good though. I mean, like, <clears throat> not good that it all happened, but. It's a good episode.
1: <laughs> what I if you, listen,
0: you know what we mean when we say good? We don't mean we good like what we just talked about was good. We just had a good episode. Y'all know what we mean.
1: It's just crazy to me because like a lot of these serial killers were just able to, you know, get by. But, you know, like, I don't know, with all these victims pointing to the um.
0: And, like, I mean, granted, so much of this was back in the day, but it's so sad that back in the day, so many people were just getting away with killing so many other people. For no reason, too. Like, yeah, okay, yes, I'm sure we currently have serial killers out there, but, like, not in the level that all these other... Serial killers that we <clears throat> talk about often in the true crime community, especially like Dahmer, you know, and like, especially the fact that he was able to just continuously get away from when,
1: like, all I feel like through their, the, their grips. Like the yeah. And if the cops had never been involved, I'll be like, how would, you know, how would, how would right, you know? Right, right. The cops were very,
0: right like I feel like that's more of a like it gives the case the serial killer the situation circumstances more of a it's so hard to to grasp and to like digest the fact that like past the first encounter everything else past that could have been avoided and we're at encounter number six and we're still like he's still Committing the crimes and now even turned up notches, two, three, mm-hmm. four notches. And so was the done. cops went to his apartment while yeah. he had they a walk in. in a room. Right. They walked. Ridiculous. In, they were in his apartment and they just fucked out. Like nothing was done. They didn't at that moment. They didn't sniff nothing. They didn't see nothing. Nothing stuck out of them. Like it'll make nothing. nothing with all the skulls and the, all the bodies in the barrel. I don't I think the barrel was already in there. The barrel
1: came after, no, the barrel oh, came okay. after. But, but
0: there was already one brain that exploded in the oven, so there was some lingering smell of that, I'm sure, in the apartment. Mm-hmm, there was mm-hmm. skulls
1: in there, there had to be a yeah. smell, yeah. So, yeah, uh,
0: definitely it's sad to see say and to know that like the degree and longevity of his active sprees like not fully rely but are also in part of law enforcement who weren't able to stop and act and actually do something before it got so out of hand as it did towards where we at right I now freaking timeline. I agree. Had mm-hmm. they just intervened when they were supposed to. it's just just been, far... been avoided. Coulda been avoided. Coulda, shoulda, then. You're right. So what? I gotta see how it, it all develops in part three. It all
1: is. Yeah. <sighs> yes it all yes. Is. Next week, nos all vemos. Bye nice. bye. See you next
0: week. Bye. bye. Thank you for listening to Las Chicas del Crime. We hope you join us next time for another episode full of crime y chisme. Give us a follow on all of our socials: Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, which we will list on the description of this episode. Please also rate our show and leave us a review, as that helps bring awareness to our podcast. We appreciate it. Gracias.